kind of dead. This is a requiem for a stream. <laughs> you didn't say the tagline. <laughs> you can say it. No, it's more fun when you say it after saying it's requiem You're, for a stream. This is, <laughs> this is requiem for a stream. You're going to be rock and rolling in your grave. If well, you're like, dead. Oh, if you're dead. <laughs> like the people we'll be discussing. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. So basically, uh, this show where we're going to talk about musicians who are no longer with us, musicians we miss. Just to be clear, we're in no way glorifying death or young death or saying any of that bullshit. Definitely not. Definitely not. We're just we just miss them. We just really miss them, and that's why we're, we're doing just this. huge fans. We're just yeah. huge fans. Like there's nothing weird about this. Nothing. No, nothing. No. Why would anybody think that? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this book and they were really glorifying it. Like, oh yeah, you know, they just lived fast and died young. No, and I'm like, no. 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 You think they, of all the good music we could have gotten if they didn't die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. So we're starting here with today with... Um, I don't know if you heard of this guy. His name is uh, Kurt Cobain. Who? And, yeah, he's from the 90s. <laughs> oh, okay. Some dude from the 90s. We were alive then, weirdly enough. Yeah. We were. Have you met people born in the 90s? Doesn't it weird you out? <laughs> so weird. It's a weird thing, right? Yeah. Like the whole millennial thing, and I'm like, uh, am I really? Yeah, I yeah, am, but yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're millennials. We know Kurt Cobain. We do know Kurt Cobain, personally. All right. No, not really. Saying, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can picture you as, like, a child, like, trying to... Actually, <laughs> yeah. Ouija board, though. I think I... I tried, you used to have Ouija board. Give me a song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kurt, are you there? <laughs> I didn't know who Kurt Cobain was as a child, but I did use a Ouija board okay. because I'm witchy like that. Okay. Kurt <laughs> Cobain. Okay. There's a lot to, a lot to say. Lots yeah. to unpack. Like... <laughs> He's part of the 27 Club. Yes. We know yes. that. But we're not glorifying it. We're not saying not, there's any Once again, no, we're just letting you guys know. <laughs> They all just happen to be 27. <laughs> right. Just like, oh, weird coincidence. But there's a lot of other musicians that have died at other ages. There's no connection. Well, yep. yeah. All right. So he was born in, on the West Coast in yes. Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Aberdeen, Washington. <laughs> um, he, apparently, they... Describe him as, like, a happy child. They do. But, like, I feel like he had not a great relationship with his mom. It was, like, his parents got divorced, and ever since then, it was, like... It changed his personality, I think, a bit, right? Yeah, it was saying, like, that generation, there were a lot of divorces for some reason. I think because people started caring about themselves, like, normal humans. And, uh, yeah, his parents happened to get divorced, and he felt really shitty about it. Yeah, it made him more of an introvert, I guess you could say. Like most teenagers when yeah, parents get divorced. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, apparently, like, he felt, like, kind of, like, embarrassed and, like, that his, that his parents went through this. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was, like, ashamed of it. And that makes me feel so sad. Oh, <laughs> There was, like, a lot to be sad about, but, like, normal teenager stuff. Like, he was a bit morose the way teenagers can be. Right. But I don't think he had, he wasn't abused or anything. Well, he was kicked out of his house. He was kicked out for, well, he actually, after he dropped out of high school, his mom kicked right. him out. Right, his mom kicked him out. And he kind of couch surfed with different friends. Uh, yeah, he stayed with one, fr- like, one for like a year. Yeah. He was on their couch was for there a for year. Some time, yeah. in their guest room or something. Yeah. I've heard weirder things, but. Yeah. have <laughs> <laughs> you? Yeah. But that's a, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. There was a bit of a long time. I think what happened was he got arrested and they wouldn't pay his bail money. <laughs> oh, no. Not that that's funny. Yeah, there's, there's nothing funny. funny about that. Nothing funny about that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that one thing. Yeah. Uh, this guy, like, there's like a lot to talk about, like in his short life. But yeah, where do you even start? What? <laughs> so much. <laughs> to like, cover. 
apparently in high school in the 80s, he had a clearance. I can't even say it. <laughs> clearance. Clearance. Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> Credence. 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 Yeah, there we go. Credence. Clearwater oh, Revival. Clearwater. Oh, that CCR. Yeah, CCR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, CCR. That's what I call oh, them. I don't know. <laughs> um, with Chris Novoselic, who later was in uh, oh, right. Nirvana mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. And that was their band, like, in high school. Like, they just oh, played at right. bars and stuff. And, like, he had, like, projects, like, musical projects when he was younger, but he never wanted to be popular so he had like a band they called like the punk, punk rock he was the into the, the, yeah he was into the they punk were they was punk yeah. yeah right like that's all like punk thing. his roots punk. are right. in yeah yeah punk yeah, absolutely and he actually embraced a little grunge thing like he was yeah. like i don't mind the label yeah like yeah. i think it's great whatever mm. yeah I like if they're gonna rocker. call us anything right grunge is okay. <laughs> exactly right. yeah <laughs> like punk yeah. I don't want to be known for anything, but grunge, yeah, I guess so. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> um, Is that what he said? Literally? I think that's what he said, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, also, this is interesting to me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And reading his, like, journal that was published. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, he signed his name Kurt Cobain with a D in it. Like, Kurt was K-U-R-D-T. And Cobain started with a K. And, like, you see the name signed with a D in it often in his journal. And apparently he used that, like, moniker and, like, he used that spelling when he wasn't feeling himself. What? Yeah. Oh, shit. And wasn't like, his middle name Donald? Does that have anything to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know just that. ruined that. Sorry, guys. I mean, it might have been for, you know, another reason. I don't know. I, I was like, whoa, that's dark. Is that Donald? <laughs> but it was K-U-R-D-T. Like, I don't yeah. know. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, sometimes you don't feel yourself. You're, like, sad, Kurt. Yeah, right. Sad, Kurt. Sad, Kurt. 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 Mad, Kurt. Happy, Happy, Kurt. Yeah. Right. And apparently fascinated with anatomy, Kurt. Oh, yeah. He liked the macabre. Yes. Yes. And, um... (laughs) Like most teenage boys. Like, in utero. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, Mm -hmm. He had a lot of photos of uteruses... Vaginas. Yeah, he did. Fetuses. Fetuses, yeah. He was just doing, like, a Judy Chicago thing, guys. Come on. Yeah? (laughs) Who didn't have (laughs) fetuses? I saw an interview with, like, a girlfriend of his before he got famous, and she had all this art he did, and it was Mm. all, like, doll parts and shit. Mm. Doll parts? Isn't there a whole song? (laughs) Yeah, there was. Is that a whole song? Yes, it is. Doll parts. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. But we'll get to them later. Speaking of vaginas. (laughs) Speaking of... (laughs) It was like, I don't know. There's a lot of strange things about that guy. And, um, it's not a potato, that one. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of his albums, though, In Utero, mm-hmm. yeah. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, smells Like Teen Spirit, that song in particular, he hated to play. Oh, yeah. When it got, after it got it, popular, right? right like, yeah. yeah. Wasn't not, it about deodorant? Yes. <laughs> it was. Didn't, like, his girlfriend at the time, Toby Vale, I think her name was. Wow, you're good. Her friend, <laughs> like, uh, spray painted somewhere in his room. They were hanging out. Uh-huh. Uh, Kurt smells like Teen Spirit. Yes. And wow. Teen Spirit was a deodorant at the yes. time. But he took it to be a, a deeper meaning. So he loved it. And he was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I guess write a song about it. And he became obsessed with it. And that's how he wrote uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. 
That's an album of theirs yeah, as well. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I didn't know any of that. That's good. <laughs> where he was born, Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, their motto is Come As You Are, which what? is one of their songs. What? And it's on Smells Like Teen Spirit. I'll bet, like, a lot of kids made a lot of cum jokes about that. Oh, like, when they, before, before the song. Like, they were, like, in the neighborhood. They're like, they're like, oh, come as you are. But like, was you know, it We made, hate society. Was it made after <laughs> Mm. That song or before. Oh, interesting. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be a nice homage, but if it were before, <laughs> that would no be a idea. fun kid thing. Like, yeah. I like, couldn't say you know, know. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't think we had a town motto. Did you guys have a town motto? Mm-hmm. In Albany? Albanism? That, that's it. It was like Albanism. <laughs> <laughs> that's our whole motto. I think Olivia just made that up. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not a thing. It's not uh, a thing? No. I, say, I say it all the time. People must think I'm crazy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we're the capital of New York. What? <laughs> but we stole it from Kingston because they were the first capital. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. Wow, Kingston. Interesting. Fun place. All right. I think we should move on because I don't know what else to say about. Well, his actual death. famous the life famous is like, death. Yeah. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're another so part. Weird. That's <laughs> Nobody cares about that. Let's move on. No, I'm just talking about his childhood. Yeah, we're just gonna talk about some like random facts. About him. That's it. Like, just, you know, really? he also had a sixth toe. Like, that's not true. Yeah. I just said that. No, no, no. That was just. Were we supposed to talk about his actual career? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So. I think we should. Maybe. Think we're gonna oh. touch on that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, like. Unfortunately, many people, he battled with addiction. True that. This has nothing to do with his uh, musical career, but... Well, it was like the same time-ish. It was. They coincided. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also said that he could be bisexual. That's cool. Yeah. But he also dated and married Courtney Love. Yeah. And they had a kid. Francis Bean. Francis yeah. Bean. <laughs> Did and he name her after, like, I know he had that song about Francis Farmer. Did mm-hmm. he name her after Francis Farmer? Shoot. I can't remember. That's a good question. Yeah, I heard on a podcast. How did Francis get her name? That, um, you heard it on a podcast. Yes, I did. I, <laughs> you did. I heard on this podcast. Let me plug it. Let me plug it. You must remember this. Um, by Karina Longworth, I think it is. Anyway, she, um, does this podcast on, like, um, celebrity, like, old celebrity gospel Hollywood. She did this Mm -hmm. one about Frances Farmer, and she mentioned the Kurt Cobain song, and That is a song, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, also there was, you know, that movie, that famous movie with, um, Jessica Lange, and, um, what everyone knows about Frances Farmer is that she was lobotomized, Mm. but it turns out that's not true, that they got that from the bio- of one of the biographers who wrote a really shitty biography on her that, like, like a really dramatic roommate of hers or something told him that. I don't know. It's, apparently it's not true. Mm-hmm. But she was in and out of psychiatric places, I think. Hmm. Either way, rough life, rough life. Yeah. Yeah, but, like yeah, it's, it's, you know, being lobotomized is pretty extreme, so let's, uh, you know... But that's what, obviously, when he wrote the song, he probably thought that, because everyone did. Right. Well, I mean, he wrote it because he felt persecuted. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that was how, you know, he was expressing himself at the time. Well, the way in the movie, uh, the Francis Farmer movie, mm -hmm. it it makes it seem like um, she, just for being different, just for having alternative thoughts, like, not wanting to be famous, that that's why they did it to her. Like, Hmm. you know? Hmm. Just by breaking loose. Well, like... 
I feel like all that's behind that is, like, he was kind of resenting people who claimed to be fans of the music and mm-hmm. were, like, not really getting their political views or their, like, they just didn't understand opposition them. of sexism and racism. Yeah, right, like, yeah. They, they didn't get... He was kind of a feminist, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he yeah, totally he was. was. Totally. Totally. Yeah, like, um, he, uh... I feel like this whole time, like, he was kind of behind, I mean, ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Like, the opposite of behind. The opposite of behind. <laughs> he was completely ahead of his time. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, yeah, he was totally, like, a radical feminist. And, like... He was. Early on. I mean, I know, yeah. like, Riot Girl music was getting big. But still, men were very behind then. Men are still behind now. He did, like, an L7 benefit. Yeah. And, like, apparently a lot of anti-abortion... People were against him after that. Oh. Like, eh, whatever. Losers, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they might not love his in utero emission. Right. <laughs> Probably not, but um, he, they did, like, Nirvana did, like, gay rights benefits. Okay. And, like, yeah, he was cool. Claimed to be bisexual. Right. I feel like a lot or of... maybe bisexual. I feel like yeah. a lot of artists claim to be, you know, because they want, like, they want people to know they're open, but... But were there any known relationships with, I mean, the, with no. men? I don't... Maybe he just said. That I think he just said that. Yeah. He, he could be bisexual. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, like, I think yeah, a lot yeah. of times, like in rock and roll, like you it. know, you can have a lot of sex, so you eventually just start experimenting because you can. I think he said he like it made it seem like he was like open to it, open, but yeah. it wasn't like. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I, you know, have only dated men, have only been attracted to them. But if the right woman came along, it wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have any qualms. You know, I'd be qualmless. Qualmless. They're open. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm qualmless. But I can't I can't really say that I'm bisexual because that would be like kind of misleading to people. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not closed off to the idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Ladies. Ladies. So since, you know, we I think all agree that he was a feminist, um, what do you think about a song like Rate Me? Okay, like, that's like my favorite Nirvana song. It is a great song. And I feel really bad singing it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, right. You're like, I oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and I like really need to like sing it. It is hard. a good yeah. song, but I think it's more maybe ironic. Than it's supposed to be else. ironic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, meant like obviously no one's like, hey, yeah. rate me. Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Get arms. <laughs> um, that was, that's also off of In Utero, which yeah. is controversial. Is it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Um, it's, I think that the whole point of it is to be anti-rape, you yeah. know, obviously. Yeah, I like, think it is. Me too. I can't quite nail where it's anti-rape, but I, I know he said <laughs> Somewhere, it was, it's in there he somewhere. He said it was anti-rape. I, I really like the song. I shouldn't, but I do. It is and a great song, I mean. It's such a good song. It's kind of like saying, like, go ahead, yeah, rape like, me. Like, kind of, like, challenging someone. Right, yeah. and then I'm gonna fuck you over. In the future. Like, go yeah. ahead okay. and try to do one over on yeah. me and, like, yeah. but you've got something coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's the whole message behind the song. Yeah. yeah. Like, if a woman shouldn't feel like she has to, like, <laughs> do one over on a guy, like, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. But I, I do hear he's a feminist. I don't know what to think about that song, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, like, he... Thought like his intention was for the song to be like super blunt, so nobody can misinterpret it. Right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. did he? Right. 
but okay. <laughs> and um, no way to misinterpret that. <laughs> right. I remember like the first time I heard it, it came on the radio. I was in the car with my mom, and my mom was like, is he saying rape me? And I just didn't want to discuss rape with my mother, so I just didn't say anything. It's an awkward conversation. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was also very young. <laughs> Those lyrics really are, like, hard to listen to and hard to read through. Really? Yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to read them because of the rights. Probably not. But I, like... But... It's, like it's hard stuff. It's hard stuff to... Google it. Everyone, Google it now. Yeah. Yes. You take a look and you, you right decide now. for yourselves. <laughs> like, I think we'll normally play some music from the bands, but th- particularly with Nirvana's music, they are very legally protected and it would, it just, it's too terrifying to do. Yeah. Yeah. But the song, the lyrics are... Google it. Are tough. They're tough to listen to. They're tough yeah. to we'll read. We'll post through. it on our website. We'll post yeah. the lyrics it's on our website. It's from In Utero, though, yeah. which is... Definitely one of their best albums with Penny Royalty and Heart Shaped Box. Mm. (laughs) All Apologies. I love that. There are like many versions of that song and they're all very good. Especially the uh, MTV Unplugged version is really good. Love it. That album is amazing. amazing. It's so good. I guess like we can't not talk about Courtney. Well, I guess yeah. we can. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> Other band members? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Gabriel. Gabriel <laughs> Didn't they go through, Nutella? like, five drummers before they finally... Did they? Yeah, stuck with him or decided on him. Yeah, they oh, did. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gabriel is pretty epic. He is. Yeah. Like, even if you don't like Foo Fighters, like... I don't love Foo Fighters. I don't either, but... but... I respect yeah. that he went on to do his own thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that, like, clearly he was a musician in his own right and wasn't, like, totally reliant on, like, this rock star god-type figure. Yeah. Can I also say that my favorite band of all time, Mm -hmm. the Pixies... Oh, fuck yeah. ...were influential (laughs) in Kurt Cobain's career. They were very influential. He had good, like, influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really getting off on a tangent, but Pixies and David Bowie, they had a thing going. Oh, yeah. He like, sang, like, the cover of Man Who Sold the World. Yes. Yeah, and it was a good cover, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's done and a he few Pixies covers. Yeah. Bowie. Do you remember that time? I'm sure that's a future episode, though. Bowie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we <have> <laughs> if we're going to go to the museum, that's one thing. Then we'll have a whole yes. episode. Probably multiple episodes, because he's just got a lot going on. Um, <laughs> do you remember that time? And I don't know why I have this really weird memory of uh, hearing this song. You, were you there? Freshman year college, when Lincoln got alcohol poisoning in <laughs> the cafeteria. Were you there? Yes! Okay, okay. So, do you remember they were playing music and they, they were actually closing the school cafeteria, but he couldn't move because he was so sick. Yeah. And, but he wasn't throwing up yet. And I remember that song came on and it was the Nirvana version and he was like, this is a song by David Bowie. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, like, you know, like, really, yeah. like holding, he doesn't have hair, but holding the back of his hood. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? don't puke on yourself, buddy. And then as soon as the, um, as soon as the ambulance got there, he pukes. He's like, oh my God. Up. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a fan. <laughs> yeah, or he was like a super fan and yeah, he got so just, sick over he got it. so Hilarious. sick because he had a lot to drink the night before oh my god I but I feel like why were they closing the cafeteria it must have been late at night it, it was, was really still it was a Sunday that's what it was it was a Sunday so they were closing early and but he was he, still sick yeah no he was sick from the night before yikers he said something about like doing eight shots I don't know was it the ASA maybe yeah but yeah, like eight shots I mean 
I mean, like, he was a skinny kid. They're, they're no, he also maybe. went through a period of not drinking, and then he met you guys and started what? drinking. Bad me, guys? Yeah, you. Blame <laughs> <Not> me. <laughs> he, um, no, yeah, I, he was like, when I first met him, he didn't drink or do drugs, and then all of a sudden, he was getting wasted. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, back to Kurt. Back to Kurt. Um, so, he, we can't talk about him and not talk about his, like, influences like the influences that were had on him like with the vaselines and the meat puppets and stuff like that like he i feel like i find that like kind of cool about him is that like he took a lot from other bands and just he did covers and he was unashamed by it and like he used other bands to influence Nirvana's music, and that's how music should be, I think, like... Yeah, well, what he did was, you know, he used these influences, and then he did his own thing, right? and created his own type of music, grunge, and, you know, ended up really revolutionizing the music industry. Like, the whole thing changed after that. I mean, people before that were not dressing normal to do, you know, rock and roll. Right, exactly. You know... People back then, like, when grunge came into style, that was a big change. Like, we can dress comfortably today at work because of that. Think yeah, about, Think true. about how we used so to have influential, to, yeah. yeah. I yeah. wore jeans to my job. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> of grunge. Because yep. <laughs> of grunge. Because of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, you know, a lot of people say he's like like the last big rock star. Like, or hopefully not, but like real, like, rock mm. star. I mean, they might just think that because of the heroin. Mm. I, I feel mean, like you don't destroy hotel rooms anymore and do a ton of drugs. No. Like now it's, I mean, you still do drugs, like uppers and downers, like normal people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you, you have to stay awake a lot. So you probably do a lot of uppers and downers traveling on tour and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's not as much like LSD, heroin. Like, you know, when rock and roll was really new, people like just kind of went wild on it. And there were so many new drugs at the yeah. time. And like, there was just, you know. People were experimenting a lot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like now, just uppers and downers, I think everyone figured out that that's just the only way to live, right? Am I right? All right. No? No? Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if y'all speak yeah. soundly. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. Had a short life. Part of the 27 Club. Yes. We mentioned that. And, but why, though? Like... That wasn't his first overdose. I, mean, I know he shot himself too, but like, um, that that's we're gonna get into well, that. That's a but that wasn't his first heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. He had overdosed a couple of times, and I think a lot of people think he was trying to kill himself because that. Uh, but there's so many different interpretations. So a lot of people would say, "Oh yeah, it seemed like he was going down that road," you know. But then a lot yeah. of people said, "Like no, he's he wasn't suicidal, yeah. like at all." So it's hard to say, like who knew him the depending best. depending on who you. See. You know, talk yeah. to yeah. yeah, exactly. And because there's so much controversy over his death, it's, yeah, it's like you want to know, but right, yeah, there's no really there's a suicide note, right? But I mean, uh, the forens- there were like some forensic yeah. experts who looked at the handwriting and said that the the end of the letter, the handwriting was different than the right at the beginning. So you know, there's a there's a lot of controversy about it. Also, um, yeah, trying to kill yourself with a shotgun. Yeah. Like, no, which has a very long barrel. Like, how yeah. are you so like to, like, yeah. 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 So. But didn't he also, like, they said he also died of a heroin overdose? Like. Mm, yeah. Like, well, they said he had three himself? times the amount of. Yeah. Heroin, I think that. Well, yeah. Whatever it was. But he had a ton of heroin. So. 
Apparently, it's really hard to you know. There's like I don't think you can say either way. I think I feel like I don't feel comfortable like saying that he actually committed suicide and. Who knows if it was a homicide or a suicide? I think because yeah. he, will, everyone, you know, you know, he was on drugs, and it's just easy to say that he. And like, I guess if you look at some of some of his lyrics, and he yeah. was in rehab. It's There's easy, lots of pull from lyrics. It's easy yeah. to say, like, yeah, he, he was suicidal. He killed himself, but I don't think it's that black and white. Yeah, you people know? say that about every like one, yeah. every, like the twenty seven club air quotes. Um, people say that about all of them. Like, like, oh, they talked about death a lot. Seemed like it was really common, like they knew they weren't gonna live long. And I'm like, everybody does. I feel like everybody like, notices them when they're yeah. young. Right. I never thought I'd make it to 30. I'm 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't think, you know, I couldn't imagine life past 30. I couldn't even imagine life in my 20s. I just never wanted to grow up. Mm-mm. This was really unfair. I've, I've not grown up. It's fine. <laughs> but you're working for the man. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> working for the man. <laughs> I don't. Like, but, um, <laughs> what is crazy though about like his whole death though is they think he died three days before he was actually found. Yeah, really, they do. Like, yeah. and he was on the property where he lived. Yeah. Like, and didn't like officers like come toward that greenhouse and check it out? And they like looked in the window. They're like, oh, we'll see anything. They're, they're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, we checked the property. Yeah. Like, yeah. But he was in. He was there was the whole there, time yeah. for three days. Like, where was where was Courtney? I don't know. She had hired a oh, private wait. investigator oh, to yeah. to find mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, mm-hmm. oh, that's right. They were getting a divorce, right? Apparently, they were. Okay, so they're together four years. It's a solid marriage. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. I really mean that. I'm like, I, okay. Really? I just like don't really respect the idea of marriage. So sorry, you're not for it. It's not for you. No, I just don't, I think it's, like, just kind of, like, this relic left over from the patriarchy. I just yeah. feel like, um, people still get married because it become it, it only became romantic in, like, the last hundred years. Before that, it was, like, like, binding families and, um, like, property exchanges. Yeah. And then people made it this whole big thing, it beca- and it's just a cultural thing now, and people spend insane amounts of money to do it. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, and it's, that's the only thing that you celebrate. Everyone, li- like, almost everyone gets married. Oh, sorry, coming off that thing. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, <laughs> literally everyone gets married. So why you act like you're so special getting married? Everybody's doing it. That's yeah. not that exciting. It happens every day. Like, like yeah. it's same with babies. Oh, you're having a baby? So does literally, like, so many people. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's just, that's a weird thing to celebrate. Maybe you wrote a book and that's more exciting. But no one really cares if you wrote a book. Bunch of strangers at that party, you know? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. No. But I'm um, back to Kurt's death. So, yeah. <laughs> Question though: If he if he was in fact injected with three times uh, a lethal dose of heroin, how could he actually pick up a shotgun and yeah, kill himself? That's a big part of the This is yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes you just wonder. It makes you think. Yeah, it does. It's like there's something. But what would be the motivation for killing Kurt? Let's say somebody, you know. Yes. My thoughts, what do you think? Yeah. like I said, was that maybe he had an overdose. He overdosed. And okay. to make it look like a suicide, because I don't know, maybe it was a drug dealer who didn't want to get in trouble or something. Possibly, yeah. Like, you know, just like a really sloppy one. But I don't know. Like, that's just that's just me. That's just my thinking. But honestly, I, I don't have as many conspiracy theories. As I know there's a lot. Okay, so a lot of Kurt fans, like, I'm just saying what they think. <laughs> yeah. They think that Courtney had him killed or, yeah. or, you know, she was involved in some way. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine, you know. 
Uh, so that's... people say, oh, for insurance money. I don't think so. She was so rich. She had money yeah. herself. I, I don't know. I just, I'm not convinced that she would. It just seems a little extreme. Yeah. And she's so in the public eye and so famous. It's a little bit much. And she, of course, we all know she's a little wacky, you know, yeah. to say the least. But I don't think she She also to. changed her story a lot. Which she did. But she lied I a lot about different yeah. things. But I don't think she would go that far to have no. Kurt kill. That's that's just, and when you're in the spot <laughs> like that, of course you're going to be caught. So, yeah. although I don't know if she did it, she's, you know, yeah. out now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. A lot of different But yeah, theories. people have very strong opinions uh, <laughs> about a lot of conspiracy theories. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about a lot of celebrities. About like everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything ever. Definitely. <laughs> There's a show on like Amazon, I think, that I've seen. It's conspiracies, and it's like little conspiracy theories, and one of them was about like Jim Morrison's death, who will cover. Right. People think he faked his own death. Interesting. Like Tupac? <laughs> yeah. He's apparently on an island somewhere. <laughs> we will be covering Tupac. We will get to him, yeah. Yes. But, yeah. I haven't read that. There's like a murder of Kurt Cobain book out there called Love and Death. Really? Oh, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't read that one. That'd be an interesting one to read. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read that one, but interesting. Yeah. Conspiracies. They're conspiracies. Yeah. Nobody knows the truth. I mean... They're still ruling it as a suicide, so right. that's all we know. Yeah. I feel like that's all we'll ever really know. Just, Probably. It's just yeah. speculation from there. Right. Yeah. And, but it's sad. Sad that he's part of the 27 Club. We don't want to see any more no. people join this club. No. It's not a fun club to be in. No, it's not. No. Club no. They don't even have a mascot anymore. They have too many <laughs> different genres of music. It's true. They can't really, like, get together yeah. and figure it out. No. No, but, they can't. But he left behind a great legacy. For yeah, sure. They that's did, but think of what they could have done with that. That's the sad, yeah, that's the sad part, that's you know, it's really part. sad. Yeah. It was the hard part. He was, you know, he was, and he was a great songwriter, and yeah. it's really sad. They did seem like he was a nice to guy, too. Like, he like, seemed nice. A nice person. Like, a lot of people are going to talk about were not nice people. Like, they made <laughs> great music, but they were not. Yeah. No, Kurt was, like, soft-spoken. Yeah. Like, a feminist. And, yeah. Like, Anti-homophobe, anti-racist, yeah. like he yeah. had a lot of great qualities. He did yeah. have a lot of great qualities, yeah. but and he know. wasn't like you know he wasn't so into the fame, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, his like punk roots, like yeah, 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 of course. But I mean, Nirvana songs. You turn on the radio <laughs> and like you'll hear one every day, depending yeah. on the station you're on. Like, yeah. Do you remember Nirvana Pulse? Of course, it still goes on. Oh my god, <laughs> there is a Nirvana cover band. In New Paltz, where Liz and I went to college. It's actually Los Doggies. I'll plug them. Like, Ooh, yeah. They're a great band, but they, every Halloween. Every Halloween. They do Nirvana Paltz at Snugs. They do Snugs um, in Harbor New in New Paltz, Harbor on Main Street somewhere. Yeah. And uh, across from the gas station. And, <laughs> no. and uh, no, it's Cool Bar. They, they do it at Snugs. And in between songs, they play David Bowie and even the Labyrinth soundtrack, which I really enjoyed. Ooh, did they play the Labyrinth? They did. They played some Labyrinth, which I've I been really meaning to, I like, usually have plans on Halloween, but I've been meaning to go back to Nirvana Pulse because it's so much fun. I love Nirvana. You know, this is the first Halloween that I didn't really do anything because... We should go to Nirvana Pulse 2018. I'm down. All right, let's do it. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> All right. So. I'm down. Don't act like it's a consolation prize, Emily. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I have better to do. No, 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 it's true. It's true. I love going to New Paltz. That's <laughs> the best time there. Come read your coming. Totally. <laughs> we'll get Louise. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. For sure. <laughs> Girls trip. 
Hey. <laughs> hey. Well, hey. so much Nirvana in the comments. <laughs> like all these dead people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make a playlist. We're, we're not morbid, right. guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Can we take a pee break? Yes. Yeah, yes. I totally got to pee. Too much wine. Yep. <laughs>